Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies. I am your host Nyquia, or if you have not listened to the introduction, you probably already heard me say that. Um, I'm a Christianpreneur and founder of The Marketing Profit, which is a a global digital marketing agency for digital creatives. So I want to go ahead and dive right into this episode because, woo, 2020, it's almost at an end and I bet each and every one of you listening has had some highs and some lows this year caused by the pandemic. Um, I'm actually going to share mine and I hope you share yours in the comments or you can DM me, you know, whatever you want to do. But uh, if you share your lows, let me know one positive thing that came from that low or what you're doing to fix it. So a couple of things, highs and lows happened to me this year and I'll go ahead and summarize most of it. Um, the first thing was one of the highs was I got closer to Jesus this year. Um, I got closer to understanding his parables, um, understanding his teachings, understanding, you know, what his role is in my life as him being my, uh, personal savior and just understanding his relationship with God and understanding my relationship with God. Um, so that's definitely one of the highs this year is I don't know what I would have done without, uh, building on a relationship and communicating with Jesus um, more in my life than I have in the past. Another high that happened this year is I met my boyfriend actually January of 2020. We actually met on a dating app, uh, which I recommend Hinge. That's you know where we met. And um, I'm totally in love. Like I'm in love with this man. And I thank God every day for him because he's literally every single thing I wanted in a man. And if you guys don't know, I do consider this my first real relationship. I am 28 years old and I consider him my first boyfriend. And um, I used to feel like I was so late in the game when it comes to being in a relationship. But I'm so happy that God tested me these last couple of years and made sure that I was ready to actually be in a relationship. Uh, but I think he wanted to for me to get to know myself more and for me to get to know him more before I let anybody else in. And it worked out perfectly. And now I'm totally in love. Um, I also found my purpose in life, which was another high this um, year. And I found out that my purpose in life was to educate females who want to run or own their own business or who just want to learn leadership principles um, through inspiring them through traveling the world inspiring them through education and gaining education not meaning going to school but just getting education and reading something that is passionate to you um, that you can learn from and hopefully help people help other people through learning what you learned Um, another purpose that I figured out is that 
um well actually no I forgot I was gonna say those are my main purpose but I found my purpose uh within what God wants to do for me and I feel like my purpose is just expanding God's word and Jesus's parables into the digital business world and just to teach faith-based content creators how to have Jesus at the heart and center of your business and just teaching you about you know how to take the lows in your business and uh go back to scripture to gain positive thinking back so you can put that back in your business and just achieve your goals um so I believe that is my purpose and I believe I'm supposed to spread that purpose through my business through teaching girls through marketing through my travels um and hopefully to expand all over the world the biggest low of 2020 was losing my job so if you guys don't know I am a full-time assistant manager in retail and in September uh September the 20 I'm sorry I think the first week in September, I found out that my retail store was closing its door. It was going out of business. And honestly, instead of feeling devastated, the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I can finally focus on my business. That's literally the first thing that came to my mind when we all found out that, you know, we were losing our jobs. I wasn't sad. I wasn't angry. I wasn't depressed. I didn't have anxiety. I wasn't afraid. I didn't have fear. Like it was a joy and a relief off my shoulders. Not that I didn't like my job, but I know I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life. It was very time consuming. It took away from what I really wanted to do in life, which was this, just, you know, doing my own business and helping other girls around the world and traveling more. Um, I just knew it was hindering me. And I also knew that if this push did not happen, I would probably still be at that job uh, through the end of this year, maybe all the way to next year. I've been there for the last five years. So I think this was the push that I needed to finally be out on my own. And I thank God for that because I think he knew that I was comfortable and that I would not have moved if something like this did not happen. So that is a high that came from that low is that I finally got the push I needed to really start my global digital marketing agency and to really start helping other faith-based content creators um, bring God's word into online business. Um, so yeah, that is a little bit about my highs and lows. And once again, I want to hear about your highs and lows for, uh, 2020 as well. And if you do have share some lows, you know, let me know what high came from that. Okay. So let's get into this episode now. So, okay. I was listening, um, to an older sermon from one of my favorite pastors of all time, Dr. Charles Stanley. And he was talking about taking control of our thoughts. It's a great sermon and you can find it on YouTube. All you have to do is uh, type in Taking Control of Our Thoughts by Dr. Charles Stanley and it should pop up. Follow and Touch Ministries, that's the um, name of his ministry and that's the name of the YouTube channel um, because he they always upload um, sermons from him and I just love him as a pastor. Uh, so I'm going to take what I learned from that sermon and apply it to how you can change your mindset into positivity um, and I'm sorry how to change your mindset and think positive towards the end of this year and take that new positive mindset 
into 2021. Um, because I want you to end your year strong. I know a lot of stuff happened this year and I don't want that to consume you. And I want to just share some of my favorite Bible verses when it comes to positive thinking, when it comes to dealing with negative thinking. And I want to share with you um, notes that I took away from this sermon to help you get through the rest of this year and start 2021 off with the right mindset. Um, now, you wouldn't be human if you didn't have one negative thought this year or life in general. Well, let's be real. Like, we're not perfect. Like, I know you're probably thinking something negative right now. Um, but negative thoughts are human. But it's how we act on those thoughts that can affect our life. It's also important not to ignore your thoughts. This is so important because when you ignore your thoughts, it's always going to supp- you're you don't you suppress your thoughts and it actually makes it worse. You're always going to think about it or if it comes back, it's going to be bigger than what before. Um it's very important that when you do have negative thoughts, um acknowledge those negative thoughts. And then it's very important to be in the word of God um, as a faith-based content creator, just faith-based in general. So that way you can understand and use or um, refer to word and scriptures to help you understand those negative thoughts and battle those negative thoughts. Um, So I want to read from my notes from this sermon because it was so interesting. So Dr. Charles Stanley talks about how our mind is the control tower of our life. Our life, excuse me. Ooh, excuse me. Our life is a result of how we think. Um, one of my favorite verses is from Proverbs 23, verse 7. And from the New International Version, it says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what you think is what your reality becomes. Um, that's very, very important. Um, your mind is a battlefield. battlefield sorry, It's a spiritual warfare. You have you know, God battling for your mind and you also have the devil battling for your mind and your thoughts make a huge difference on who wins. What we think about is what controls us. Many people are where they are because of wrong or right thinking. It's very important as faith-based content creators or just faith, just Christians in general to program to think the way God thinks. And the only way to program your thinking the way God thinks is to get in the word of God. You have to know God's words. And the only way to know God's words is reading the Bible and not just like reading certain passages and then every Sunday and then just forgetting it. No, you need to read God's word and meditate on it. You need to ask him for understanding if you don't understand, because he will talk to you in a way that you will understand. Trust me, he he knows how to get your attention. He knows how to let you know something. Um, all of us are different. He talks to us all differently. Um, but you need to program to think the way God thinks in order to control your thoughts or in order to combat negative thoughts. Um, one of my... Uh, one of my favorite verses as well. I have a, everything's my favorite verse. Uh, one verse that comes to mind when it comes to uh, programming the way God thinks is, I think it's from second. I think it's from First Colossians chapter second, chapter two, verse eleven. I have to look that up, but it says, um, I believe it says. I'm trying. This is I actually just learned this verse, so it says, uh, we do not. 
um, who knows the, I'm sorry, (laughs) excuse me, it goes, for who knows the words of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. So we may, so that we may understand what he has freely given us. And I think that's actually 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. And I want to say that again. So chapter 2, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says, For who knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God? What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may freely understand what has been given to us. So we cannot think godly thoughts if we do not have the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, and understanding how God speaks, understanding what God would say and what God would not say. And the only way you're going to understand that is if you read his word and if you meditate on his word. Um, Colossians chapter 3, Paul speaks about setting your mind on the thing above. The devil works on your mind, guys. The mind, once, I, once again, the mind is a battlefield. It's a spiritual warfare. Uh, what you think determines how you live and we respond to the way we think. Now, when you trusted Jesus, you died to your old way of life. When you said, you know, Jesus, you're my Christ, you're my savior, you're my personal. Um, and when you said to Jesus that, you know, I die in my old way of life or if you were baptized, um, your thoughts also went through a little change. Now, it's up to you to combat negative thoughts by understanding, once again, God's words. Um, the pathway to controlling our thoughts begins with the understanding of our relationship to Jesus Christ. Remember, the only way to God is through Jesus Christ. And if we don't understand Jesus' stories, his, which are his parables, um, if we don't understand his reason for him being, if we don't understand the reason for why he died for us or the reason why he is our personal savior, you're not going to understand God's word. And so that's why it's very important that we have a relationship with Jesus in order to control our thoughts. Um, so with that being said, I want to share some scriptures on positive thinking and scriptures on dealing with negative thoughts and give examples of how you can apply it to your mindset before the end of 2020. So please grab a piece of paper, grab a pen if you haven't grabbed one already, because you're going to want to write these down. And after you hear these verses, um, I want you to think after, I want you to meditate on these verses, you know, which one calls to you. Um, If there's a specific verse that I talk about um, in a few seconds that really calls to you or really just um, clicks in your mind, I want you to ask Jesus what that verse means for you or ask Jesus to help you understand um, what you mean by this verse that applies to your life. Um, So I believe I have, let me pull up on my computer here because I wrote a couple down. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have about 10 or 11 verses that I want to read to you. So the first one is, and once again, this is the new international version. It's the version that I read just because it's the version I understand more. But if you have the King James version or any other version, you should be fine. Um, So Mark chapter 11, verse 23 says, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, 
Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Let me tell you why I love this scripture. Um, Jesus is telling his disciples that we have the power to control our life if we have faith in God's plan for us. Humanly pos- humanly thinking, if we tell a mountain to <laughs> throw yourself in the in the ocean, physically to our human mind, we think it's impossible. But what God and Jesus is trying to say here is that we need to stop thinking on a human level and think like God. God does not think on a human level. So we need to have faith and we need to understand things that our human minds cannot comprehend. And so that last part where it says, do not doubt in their heart, but believe that what they say will happen. That all goes to praying as well. When you're praying for something, whether it's within your business, whether it's your finance, your career, your friendship, your relationship, anything. When you're, when you're praying, to, um, praying to God through Jesus Christ, you need to believe what you're praying. Because if you do not believe what you're praying, then you have lack, you have wavering faith and um, not saying that God's not going to listen to you, but your prayers may not be answered because you don't believe that it's going to be answered. You must believe that what you're praying for is going to come true because you know that God is going to look out for you either way, but also know that it's going to work on his timing. Um, so when you do ask, you know, listen as well listen to anything you might hear or any thoughts that pop up into your head or any scriptures that come into your head um when it comes to that verse the second verse is hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 and it says and without faith it is impossible to please god because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him So it's very similar to Mark chapter 11, verse 23, talking about faith and talking about belief. You have to have faith. You have to have faith when you don't understand something. You have to believe when something does not work out that something better is going to come from it. Um, It's all about literally um, not walking by, uh, stop walking by sight, you know, but walk by faith. Another one is Matthew 21, uh, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. It says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Now, let me expand on this uh, because that doesn't mean you will get it now. It does not say if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer now. <laughs> um, so it's this one also, um, it, I believe you need to have patience when you pray. So not only do you need to have uh, faith and believe what you're praying for is going to happen and God's going to bring it to you, you have to have patience and you can't expect it in a way that you think it's going to happen um, because God works in mysterious ways and sometimes when he answers our prayers, it's completely different from what we may have thought was going to happen. So don't, don't um, you know, uh, rely so much on the solution or how it's going to work, just ask, you just need to believe that he's going to answer your prayer. And that's one positive thought that you can always um, think about. Just always know that God is never going to forsake you. He's always going to be there for you. So when you pray to him, just know that he's going to take care of you. Another one is Romans 12, chapter, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, sorry. 
And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, what I really love about this one, it talks about the renewing of your mind and not worrying about material things. When it comes to positive thinking, a lot of material things lead to negative thinking. When we lack in something that's material, we usually lead to negative thoughts. So if you want to think about your business, for example, if you're not making sales um, or if you're not um, acquiring clients or if you can't expand your reach, um, you're conforming to the ways of this world. It should not be, you know, why am I not making money? It should be, you know, what can I do to help other people see that I am worth investing in? You know, help me, Lord, to expand my wisdom, expand my knowledge to help other people invest in me and for you to show my work through, for you to show your work, Jesus, through me so other people can learn. It's very um, important to pray and not be selfish with your prayers um, and also not to conform to the patterns of this world. Um, you got to be careful when you're praying for materialistic things. Romans chapter 8 verse 5 says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So this is very similar to Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Basically, don't live according to the things you do or do not have when it comes to materials. If you live according with your Holy Spirit, you will have a joyful life. And mind you, joyful and happiness are two completely different things. Happiness is based on circumstances and joy joyfulness is not based on circumstances. So if you have no money and you are still very very joyful with your life it's because money does not control whether you're happy or unhappy happiness can be altered by your financial situation if you can be a happy person but be very sad if you have no money so just keep that in mind that joyfulness and happiness are different based on the type of circumstances joyful has no circumstances um Matthew chapter 15 verse 11 says, what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. So be be very careful, careful of the words that come out of your mouth. Be very careful of the words that you say to other people. Be, be very careful of the advice you give to other people because what comes out of your mouth is what defiles you so um just think about when you're talking yourself down if you're saying out loud man i'm never gonna get clients or man like no one's ever gonna buy from me or man like no one's ever going to uh think that i you know i'm an expert in this uh field if you keep saying that then you are defiling yourself you are speaking that into existence because what you think is what your life becomes and it's very important that you don't say this stuff because your thoughts will control you. What you what comes out your mouth defines who you are. And you need to be very careful with that. And the devil uses that to prowl on that. If he hears you saying all that stuff, he, he got you. Or, you know, he can easily get you and start manipulating the way you think and take you further and further away from God. Um, 
First Peter chapter five, verse eight says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So devour. So once again, referring to Matthew 15, chapter 11, just be careful what you say out your mouth. Um, have a sober and clear mind because the devil is just waiting for you to say something negative about yourself and he's going to take that negativity and expand it and going to remind you about all other things that you probably failed at at life and that you don't see as actual blessing. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart this right here basically says that if you understand the word of god it is a weapon against the devil it is a weapon against negativity it is basically um it it helps it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart if you understand god's word and um it says god's word is alive and active which means what you read back in the God's words in the Bible from like thousands of years ago is the same today. It's active. It's it, it's the same as it is today as it was a thousand years ago. Nothing has changed with God's word. Philippians chapter four, verse seven says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Once again, this basically talks about um, if you understand the word of God, you will have peace. God's word gives peace. Peace transcends understanding. Understanding God's words will guard, help guard your heart and your thoughts with, in Christ Jesus. Um, and then the last one I want to share with you is Psalms chapter 94, verse 19. And it says, when anxiety was great within me, your, cons- your consolation brought me joy. Um, and I really love that one because it just shows that if you understand God's word, if you have something that you've meditated on before, you have something that you can always refer back to when you get anxious and that anxiety that's within you, once you understand or remember your meditation or your, your talk with God, that, con- that consolation of that scripture brings you back to a joyful thought, brings you back to a positive mind. And remember, it says brought me joy. It does not say brought me happiness because happiness is based on circumstances. Joy is not. So I really hope you guys wrote all those down. If not, replay this. Go back uh, about two, three minutes so you can rewrite these downs. Um, I really hope that these scriptures help with your positive thinking to end the year 2020 and to start 2021 with a positive mindset. These are my favorite verses to um, meditate on or to refer to when I am feeling down because it happens. We're human. Um, And uh, we get to a point where material things make us vulnerable. And I don't want to be subject to the devil's playground. And at the end of the day, when I'm thinking negative thoughts, I accept those negative thoughts. And then I either pick up my Bible or I ask God to, you know, help me help relieve me of these negative thoughts. I don't sit there and stress on these negative thoughts. I accept them. I understand them. I ask for, you know, understanding or I, or I open up my Bible. 
or I refer to these uh, uh, these biblical uh, scriptures that I just gave to you. So let me also know down below what was your favorite scripture. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior into your life, this is the time for you to do it. It's so simple, guys. It's so easy. All you have to do is pray. You can pray with me right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing your positive thinking into the way of all the hearts of the people listening to this podcast right now. Your words are so powerful, Lord. Your energy, the same energy that rose Jesus up from the dead is the same spiritual energy that lives within us. And it only takes understanding your word and understanding um, your relationship with Jesus Christ and understanding what Jesus Christ came on this earth to do for us to understand all of that. We can control our lives, Lord, through understanding what you have done, what you have sacrificed for us through Jesus Christ. And we can control our thoughts, Lord, if we understand your way of thinking. And the only way to understand your way of thinking, Lord, is to understand your word and meditate on your word and to make sure that we take Jesus Christ into our heart and understand the reason why he sacrificed his life to uh, for, for salvation and to repent of all of our sins. So Jesus, I ask right now for anyone who's listening who has not accepted you into their heart, I pray that they talk right now and say, Jesus, I accept you into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and my Savior. I understand what you did and why you died for us. I understand that you are my only, only way to the Father God. You are my only way into the heaven and to the kingdom of heaven. And please, I pray that each day that you remind me to speak to you, Lord, that you remind me that a relationship with you is the only way to understand you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope that you prayed that prayer with me if you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your life. I pray that you end the, your business year strong in 2020. And I pray that you start off your 2020 year end strong. And remember, just read one of those verses that I shared with you. If you ever have a negative thought about anything going on in your business, if you're down, um, read one of those scriptures. And I promise you, I promise you, you will feel so much better you will feel a weight lifted off your shoulder because you know at the end of the day, God would not put you through something that you cannot handle. At the end of the day, God will not, um, he will not leave you stranded. He will not forsake you. He will strengthen you. He will uphold you with his righteous hand. You are his child. He does not want to see his child fail, but he does want you to speak to him. He does want you to build a relationship with him. He does want you to know his word. So that way, when something doesn't sound like his word, you know it and you know it's the enemy and you know what to do to block that out your mind. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of this podcast. Um, I pray that you guys have a good rest of your day and I will see you guys later. Oh, well, not see you guys because I can't technically see you guys, but I will talk to you guys later. Bye.